Thank you to the Trader Talk sponsor, Market Cipher. Market Cipher is an all-in-one trading indicator package that works for every market, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and yes, traditional markets. Market Cipher has an 82% satisfaction rate with over 3,000 unique users comprised of both brand new and seasoned traders. You're probably thinking to yourself, what makes Market Cipher so unique considering the market is flooded with indicators? Well, it has three main charting overlays that will give you the edge you need to sustain profitability. Market Cipher A, Market Cipher B, and Market Cipher SR all provide a range of indicators from oscillators, ribbons, waves, cuts and symbols, and more. Every trader needs an edge and Market Cipher will give you an edge with everything you need to turn yourself into a profitable trader. Still not sold? Well, Market Cipher comes with plenty of tutorials, walkthroughs, paid professional support, and best of all, an amazing positive community. As traders, having a community that we can go back and forth with and talk to, double check our confluence with our strategies and different indicators, things we're seeing in the market is extremely important. Try Market Cipher today. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trader Talk. I've got another special guest with me today. I have Mahar. He is a buddy of mine on crypto Twitter and he is also in my Telegram group where we just kind of talk about trading and all the different cool things. Um, but he's a very good analysis and I wanted, um, wanted to have you come on to kind of share your story. So go ahead and introduce yourself because um, you do have a bit of traditional market experience as well as experience in crypto. So go ahead and talk to us about that. Sure. So traditional market, yeah, I started trading in um, early 2000 and um, but mainly my experience is in uh, financial world because that's where I work and spend 20 years so I I'm aware of different asset class and different investment bank functions so I'm well versed with all the technologies so uh, by profession I'm, a I'm an architect mm -hmm. so I'm aware of technology and also being in financial world I have good background in um, um, different asset class like equity, fixed income, and other uh, products. So is so, that, are you able to take some of the stuff from traditional market and kind of apply it to crypto or is, is, it, is it completely different? I feel on technical analysis, yes, but not in fundamentals. Okay. Um, yeah, on fundamentals because uh, all the asset class, the traditional asset class fundamentals are driven by the revenue and their future prospects where we know that crypto is still being developed. Even Bitcoin is still being developed, right? If you talk about Bitcoin, it is in use, but still being developed like scalability and other features being uh, developed. So uh, I would say the fundamentals when you talk about crypto, my point of view, the fundamentals are not in uh, terms of usage uh, or adoption, but it's more on uh, features on technology point of view. Okay. Right, um, like security or the nature of distribution, the whole, whole entire consensus algorithm or protocol. So those kind of uh, development uh, I consider as fundamental. So yeah, that's my view. So both the markets are very different in that point of view. The okay. crypto is more speculative. Um, yes. um, so when I talk about fundamental, it's on more on a technical implementation. 
Okay. So when did you, cause you do have background with traditional markets. So when exactly did you start trading? Cause you said you started trading like um, traditional financial markets, like early 2000. And then when did you start trading crypto and how did, how did you get into actually trading? Cause it's, it's a little, I know traditional markets are a little bit different because when you have firms and people that are dealing with investments, they do a lot of bot trading and all that type of stuff. It is different, definitely. So in 2016, I started, like Jan 2016 was my first Bitcoin transaction. Okay. Uh, I had to speak about um, a distributed ledger technology. So I thought, let me understand how it works. And just to um, get more feel of it, uh, I, I did my transaction. It was not a purpose. I mean, I didn't buy to uh, invest a lot. That time it was more about learning new technology. And to be very frank, I wasn't uh, aware that uh, uh, the prospect and uh, uh, the fundamentals of uh, Bitcoin and uh, overall crypto space. But soon I realized that it has something to do. So were you, did you, when you bought your first part of a Bitcoin or your whole Bitcoin, were you like, mm -hmm. okay, I need to learn how to trade? Did you get really excited then? And you're like, hey, I can apply some stuff from my traditional market experience into uh, crypto. Yeah, no, not in the beginning, actually, to be very frank. I bought to learn how the wallet works, how the transaction happens, if I have to send someone, how it works and all that. Because the goal was to uh, uh, present uh, the technology so I could say, okay, I did this. So I, I was able to present that. But when uh, then the crypto was like around three hundred, four hundred dollars, oh, wow. and then when it started uh, moving up, actually I forgot that I bought. Okay, after five six months, I realized when it started moving up, then I was thinking, uh, I was trying to find out what what, what was my password. Okay, and <laughs> glad that I I could log in <laughs> because it. I mean, I didn't invest a lot, but still, uh, and that's I think in uh, late twenty sixteen. Uh, then I, when I, it was picking up, I started buying more and uh, some other, other crypto as well. Okay. So when did, how did you learn to trade or when did you decide I'm going to start trading? I'm going to start trading crypto. Yeah. So same, like in 2016, uh, Q3, 2016, when it started picking up pace, that that's where I thought, let me buy. And then I, I had more understanding as well, right. because by that time I presented on that topic, then I realized the fundamentals and prospects, especially because I'm, I'm from the um, traditional market, especially on the settlement area. And mm -hmm. I know what Bitcoin has resolved in distributed consensus by solving the settlement, real-time settlement. Exactly, so, yeah, it's a big problem. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a big problem, our double spend problem we call. Um, uh, and then when I realized, then I thought, let me put some more money. Okay. So did you, did you like, did you start Googling stuff? Did you have a favorite trader? Like, were there books that you read? Like, how did you actually learn to trade or how did you learn about technical analysis? Because you have um, to start somewhere, have to. Agree. So in 2016, no, I didn't learn. Uh, I didn't know anything about technical analysis because I came from traditional market. I, and I thought uh, Bitcoin is good. Uh, the fundamentals are good. Let me buy and so I kept buying. Actually, in 2017, I buy. I bought more, uh, and everybody knows what happened. Um, no, I started learning actually technical analysis, uh, not by choice, but by need. Okay. okay? Um, and it, you you would you would be thinking that I'm doing technical analysis for years, but not. Actually, uh, I started in Q2, 2018. Okay. Uh, just a couple of years ago. 
Okay. And what did you uh, what did you uh, use to learn though? Okay, so that the 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 I still remember Feb Feb fifth, the night it fell. Uh, I sold everything. Okay. Yes, uh, because I had fundamentals, risk management, fundamental, uh, you know, uh, um, certain principles in mind, I sold without much of a loss. But it was the night where I decided that um, I didn't understand how crypto works because traditional market doesn't fall by that many percentage in right. overnight. So that was awakening call for me. And what happened? Not, it doesn't end there. Yeah, what happened after that Feb 5th fall, uh, it went up uh, by I think 100%, like it doubled, mm -hmm. right? So I, I bought back like 10K, around 10K. Uh, then it fell down again, right? Uh, so I sold again. So it happened two, three times. Like then I, 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 said, I said to myself that something is wrong, okay? Then I got to learn something and that's how my technical analysis started. And yeah, I mean, how I started, I started by definitely um, by reading some online stuff, random stuff, and it was a process of elimination. Uh, anything that made sense, I kept and uh, tried to learn from different people. Uh, but ultimately, I st um, stopped uh, watching, stopped reading, and uh, did my own research. Okay. But were, were, were there specific books or like, because like, everybody's got something. Um, uh, no, there is no book I read, but okay. I, I I watch few videos from all uh, some top analysts, uh, and I learn from um, uh, some uh, you know uh, books, not books but articles, online um, articles. Okay. But um, yeah, I haven't read any book. But you know what? Only one question I had. So whenever price used to fall, I used to find out why it fell. Uh, it was like more like a reverse engineering. Okay. So what I used to do is I used to go in past, say I would hide all the future, you know, event. I would go in past and try to predict that, okay, what could happen next? Uh, I would take any random coin and, and try to predict the next step. And that's how I learned because you cannot go uh, wrong in what, what will be the next step. So next hour, what will happen? Next day, what will happen? So I would go randomly in, let's say, 2016, 2017 and, and try, try to predict uh, what would be the outcome. So uh, that's one way of looking at. But the, more, the most fundamental question I had in mind is if price uh, bounds, why it bounds? Why from that level? What happened? And I tried to figure it out. And that was my quest. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, so you kind of use like fundamentals and technical analysis when you trade? Uh, fundamentals, no. Okay. Uh, though I know, as I said, everything is being developed, everything is being coded. So yes, we don't need all 7,000 coins. <laughs> and I know <laughs> what all coins are needed from the domain point of view. The way I see is fun I have two main categories. One is technology domain, where you would um, say all the blockchain, wallet, uh, oracles, uh, API, and all those um, uh, crypto fall in. Then another uh, domain is business domain, where you can say supply chain domain, identity okay. domain. So these are two broad categories. And within those broad categories, you would have then a competitor, right? So when you talk about blockchain, you have EOS, Ethereum, and all that, Cardano, and all that. So it's a race. And what you have to find out that they're making all making progress, and you have to understand that who is trying to solve what problem. Uh, I think the key thing for me to understand that 
uh, what is to be developed yet mm -hmm. because uh, that's that's the key thing uh, I keep in mind that who is actually working to solve what problem and sure. who will be able to do it first and who will be able to uh, put that uh, in marketplace okay that's fair so enough for, yeah for now everything is technicals uh, yeah but, uh, I have that so let's talk a little bit about some of the indicators or some of your methods with training. Do you use like RSI? Do you use stochastic, like moving averages? What what do you use for your favorite indicators? Or do you just use naked price action? <laughs> I'll come to that. So I started with almost all uh, virtually um, because I wanted to explore all and ultimately I dropped all. Okay. So yeah, uh, I do refer RSI, I do refer MACD, I do refer EMA, uh, but I don't take decision based on them. Um, and I have customized them. Um, if you remember, I had shared MACD to you um, mm -hmm. a year or two years ago. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those are the cool thing about those indicators is you can customize them yourself on like trading view or point or corn, so, pro, corn tra pro coin trader, you can customize all that stuff. So I, what I did is, again, reverse engineering that I, I tried to fit in those indicators based on historic price. Okay. So uh, it, it was like this. If the, if the price went up from a set certain point, then I would try to see if that indicator was indicating that or not. Okay. If that indicator was not indicating, then I tried to tune the parameters to say, okay, now would it indicate? And let's say I would keep that and say, if it is, so next time if price falls, then I try to see with the same parameters or setup, will that indicate, indicate the fall or not? Okay. Right, so basically it, I try to uh, research based on historic price and, and I think the indicators are good, but these days it's more like live chart. Um, I, I look at the chart it's like uh, looking at a person. When you look at the person, you see the body language. If the person is angry, person is smiling or happy, uh, look at, you know, that kind of a thing. So when I look at the chart, what I do is I look at monthly, weekly, daily, and so on. Uh, that's it. Uh, and two things, uh, I mean, what, what is needed is direction, right? Ultimately, mm -hmm. what we want to figure out is the direction. And the next level is the pricing, like the support and the, resistance. So yeah, I mean, indicators wise, I, I have used many, but these days I don't. So you're more into like just using like support and resistances kind of to base your decision as to where the market is going to go. Yeah, I do measure like I use FIB, uh, mm -hmm. I use trend lines, but it's more like traditional way. It's not like indicators. Uh, I, it's like more like a charting, uh, like traditional way of charting okay. uh, and patterns. As I said, different time scale patterns. So like mm -hmm. the way I see it is like, when you look at the cloud, right? Some you, you it's, uh, it's not even shape, but you see animals, some trees, some birds, you visualize, right? I mean, you, you can figure out the cloud has some shape. So when you, when, when you look at the chart at different time scale, you figure out there are patterns, uh, not necessarily regular pattern, but pattern which you will see that the reoccurring patterns and based on that reoccurring pattern, you can figure out that what would be the next step, whether up or down. Okay. Yeah, I kind of do the same. I do a lot of support and resistances and I'm still kind of learning about patterns. I was just such a hard time like spotting divergences and like different patterns sometimes because my mind is like all over the place. So, <laughs> but let's go but, ahead and- uh, Sometimes it happens that the conflicting uh, indications from mm -hmm. different methods, 
and then we got to choose one out of it. Agreed. So let's go ahead. I want you to give some advice to new folks. So what advice would you give yourself when you first started trading cryptocurrency? Uh, that's a tough one. But uh, the common advice is slow down because crypto is too fast. Yeah. Okay. So slow down, have good sleep. It's 24 by seven. You make us crazy if we don't slow down. <laughs> and if we want to be uh, in crypto for long run, we have to find ways. Um, and uh, definitely uh, people are, I think, maturing. At least they are not talking about Lambo and all, uh, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no, a good thing. Yeah, they're, they're maturing, which is a good thing. Uh, so that's, that, that has to happen. But I think mainly is they should not put 100% money to start with. Uh, they should uh, do paper trading. Um, they should say, I mean, paper trading is actually writing the trade and then see what happens next and all. And if they have $1,000, they should assume that they have $100, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, so put 10% of the money and see how it works out for a month. So if you lose and, uh, all 10% 10, 10 of money, that means something is wrong. But at least you are in the game. Right. Okay. From so money management point of view, I often say that uh, slow down, uh, don't put 100%. And uh, incremental buy. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that because when I first got in, I probably invested too much, and then I had no idea what I was doing. And now I I understand. I have a better understanding. And also, too, some very very important advice, you guys, if you're brand new, whatever you are going to invest into crypto or any market, an investment does not guarantee you are getting your money back. So do not take your mortgage, do not take your food money, your rent money, your electric bill money. You need to invest money that you're okay with essentially throwing away just in case something happens. So I had to get that in there. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, I think the, the hangover of 2017 has to be forgotten. Right. Okay. Uh, it may happen, it may not happen. But if anyone is expecting the same would repeat, I think they need to twice. I agree with you. Um, let's talk about, do you have an edge or like a trade secret you can share with somebody? Like maybe even if it's just, I wake up, I get my coffee, I scan through the charts, I use this tool, just anything, any type of edge. Um, I mean, it's, as I said, I, I, if I had any favorite indicator, I would have shared with you. Uh, but, uh, uh, what I'll do is, um, mm, Maybe offline I'll share um, something because I don't have it handy. That's okay. And I, because I don't use it. Maybe maybe I'll share with you and you can share with others. Okay. Okay. But I can. As I, I said, right now I open a chart. Let's say I open a chart and and try to figure out um, the next step. So I'm it may, I'm I'm not oversimplifying. That's a fact. Uh, and that's why I could not share anything. Uh, but uh, what I'm doing is. Um, in my group, I'm sharing some, I'm ha having some live sessions. Mm -hmm. So that's something I started where okay. I, um, yeah, I'm not uh, publicly doing it on YouTube or something. Probably I'm not that confident. <laughs> not like you. But Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it, it, take, it takes a while too. I was nervous when I first started, but then I was already hosting the crypto meetups, like doing yeah. the basic technical analysis. So I was like, just put it up there just so it's there. And it's also good for accountability too, because I don't delete any of my bad calls. Unless I got yeah. a typo, I'll delete the chart, but it's like right away. But I don't delete any of my calls. If they're there, they're there. And then they're on my YouTube. So if I get wrecked, people know I got wrecked. <laughs> I've got nothing That's to hide. True, true. That's right. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, chart wise, as I said, but one, one thing I, I did something differently that I learned a lot from live chart. I used to watch chart like watching movie. Okay. I, you might say crazy, but that's what I did for one year. What happens when you look at live chart? I mean, live chart, not just um, uh, from price point of view. Uh, the focus was not price. The focus was the pattern, uh, the candles uh, at different time scale. Okay, I would change the time scale and try to see. I, what I try to understand is the nature. So Bitcoin uh, has its nature, the characteristic. I often say, when you look at rabbit, you think about uh, characteristic of the rabbit. When you look at lion, you have that image of that animal. So you, you would be like thousand meter away from, so that's what I say, some, some alts are so volatile and some uh, crypto are non-volatile. So in a trader need to understand the volatility of and how they move and all that. They, they need to understand all that, like um, the how the markets move essentially. Just kind of, and that's what I do is I'll actually watch Bitcoin, um, even if I'm not in a trade. I will still chart it every day. I will still talk about it on my show. And the reason why I do that is because each product, even if you're trading traditional markets or crypto, each product, each stock or options or whatever it is, they move. They have their own rhythm and they have their own movement that they that they yeah. move to. So yeah, if you exactly. if, rhythm, that's the thing. That's why I have my Twitter name rhythm. Because when I see the chart, I, I see rhythm. And also right. being a, a musical background, I, I like that. Question, <laughs> it's a, it's a motion. question for you. Because you have a musical background, I'm asking people that are coming on my show, because I have a little bit of a math background myself. And I remember mm -hmm. sitting and doing like the equations over and over again. And music is about repet repetition as well. Do you think having a music background or being talented in music, do you think that's kind of helped you essentially with your edge with trading and being able to spot patterns and being able to spot repetition and confluence? I not not consciously, but maybe subconsciously. Okay. And uh, because when I see a chart, I see rhythm for sure. Because the pattern, as I said, reoccurring pattern, as you said, the fractals and and the reoccurring patterns has some rhythm. Not only that, when you look at uh, some chart at five minute scale, it has rhythm. Mm -hmm. So even there's many calls actually I made just by momentum. We call momentum, right? Mm -hmm. So when uh, I would look at the volume even, uh, I just um, you know the way the candle is moving, it's very hard to explain in words, but it's, it's more visual, the feeling that you get, that when the, when the candle is moving, you, you get a feel that, no, this is a breakout, this is not a false breakout, something like that. So that matters, I think, yeah. But you get, get to know when you look at those live chart, um, or period. Okay. Got two more questions for you before we get going here. Can you talk about your best and worst trade and about risk management? <laughs> yeah, I was scared on February 5th, 2018. I cannot forget that. My heartbeats were like rising. I sold everything. The worst part is uh, I had um, coins in Binance. Uh, and I had to move that to Coinbase and it took two hours and I was expecting that to happen soon because it was free falling, right? right. And I, I wanted to, because there, there was no way to hide. Think about it. I mean, there was no stable coin or USD. Mm -hmm. uh, how, where would you hide your uh, asset or back, right? So I transferred to my Coinbase and I was just waiting, 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 and then I lost a lot. So that was the nightmare and triggering point for me. And recently, 
another thing, being a good uh, technical analysis, if you consider I'm good, what happens, the being a good TA doesn't mean a good trader. Correct. Okay. The trading is different ball game. It, it, ha mm -hmm. it, it requires its own rules. It requires emotions uh, in check and many other aspects like risk management, not through the TA, but uh, through the nature and all. Emotionally too, yeah. because like- Emotional. if you, Exactly, yeah. emotionally. Yeah, so what, what I learned that even if I became a good uh, analyst, I failed to follow my own rule. In fact, I used to say, I would make loss only if I break my rule. So you yeah. stick to your rules now? Yeah, I have to. I had to, to protect my back because what happens is that if you, if you think that the bias comes in, you have to be very, very like you had to wear two caps, you have to become technical analyst and then you, you have to be a trader differently. So it, it looks like uh, it's, it, um, it, you have to check your emotion, as you said, but also follow certain rules. Mm -hmm. So everybody should have their own rules based on past experience. And I, I also follow my own. What are your rules? Uh, incremental buy. Okay. Okay. Um, and then um, uh, understanding the nature of coin. Okay. Um, yeah, the volatility and all um, that is important. The rhythm uh, with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if I would not put hundred percent to anything that is going like pumping thirty, forty percent, or fifty percent in a day, uh, I would have a, a good mix. Uh, Bitcoin must be there in the portfolio because it's, it's, a, it's a grandfather, uh, it, it balances the, out. The grandmother, excuse you, sir, just kidding. Grandmother, my, my, my mother, my grand, I'm sorry. kidding. <laughs> so I do you- this. I will always use this term now, I promise you. Okay, good. No, I just joke around because um, Bitcoin is no, so volatile. No, you're right, you're right. And us women, we, are, we, we can get a little bit emotional, but that doesn't mean that if you're, if you're a chick and you're watching this, you can totally trade just as long as you have your own rules and you pay attention to your surroundings and your emotions and stuff. So just because you're a girl does not mean you can't trade, so. Yes. In fact, women role play a key role, so I, I should not miss that point. Q and U, okay, both of you uh, were the ones who actually supported me in Twitter where nobody, when nobody knew. Aww. I had very less followers, not because you're taking my interview, I'm telling this. I told to many of my members, if you ask them, uh, much before this. So I, I told them, uh, both of you actually, so women played um, nice. a big role. Good. So. I'm glad it's important. It's important <laughs> to support each other and whatnot. So if you follow, if you follow your steps that you have, do you know, well, actually too, you mentioned that your portfolio, um, and it's kind of going back to your traditional finance experience and traditional finance, they recommend to have a very diversified portfolio, but yeah. with crypto, it's a little bit different because we're dealing with such a new market that yeah. sometimes diversifying too much in crypto could be detrimental with all coins, depending on what you invest in. So do you want to kind of touch on that briefly, like oh. about maybe your strategy that you do, like the way your portfolio is diversified with alts and with Bitcoin or how that works? Because yeah. me personally, most of my portfolio is Bitcoin and Ethereum, like majority of it. And then yeah. I've got some alts. Makes sense. Because right now, see, what I see is when Bitcoin falls, let's say 5% or more, I try to see which coin doesn't fall. Okay. okay. If, if, and we know that most of the coin fall. Okay. So question is, which coin should you have? 
Okay, so that, that answer a question, okay, without thinking much. And then you buy certain, but at this moment, I don't have any long-term, short-term strategy. Okay. The only goal I have is my rising balance, uh, month over month. I personally don't believe in long-term and short-term. Okay. Uh, it's very subjective. I, I don't believe in holding and, and, and day trading. For me, the goal is without any you know, pressure uh, or losing my sleep and all, uh, I, my, my portfolio must be rising, uh, not daily or weekly, but over time. Right? Okay. That's my goal. So if I have to keep for two years or one month or sometimes one day, it doesn't matter. So I personally don't believe in long-term and short-term. Firstly, uh, because uh, there is no fundamental uh, from marketplace point of view. There is no usage, as I said, compared to traditional market the way. The fundamentals are more on technology fund um, because it doesn't make sense for any coin to fall 70-80%. Let me put it this way. We have done more work in 2018 and 19 and 20 than 2017, mm -hmm. uh, but the price fell. So fundamentally we did more work. Like when I say we means the project, uh, the crypto as a whole community mm -hmm. has put more work and achieved more, but price fell. So where is the fundamental here? That's true. Right? Yeah, totally it doesn't true. make sense. Yeah, so what was wrong? Like 2017 was wrong or we are right now, what we have is wrong. Something is wrong. So what I believe is there is no fundamental in, in, a, in a traditional term. There is no fundamental. The fundamental will come when the actual usage will come. Okay. okay. For, for now, only technologists or people who are in technology would understand who is doing what. Okay, I can I can get behind that. So yeah. I guess before we get going, because um, you mm -hmm. answered most of my questions, um, anything that you kind of want to leave people with, and then I'll ask you like any just any type of advice that might inspire somebody or anything. I personally don't advise anyone actually, but if someone asks me a question, I share my experience. Okay. Because advising something is like uh, asking them to follow certain principle or something. Uh, that's why I never advise. If you notice in my Twitter, I post my chart and go away. Uh, I'm very reserved. <laughs> I don't even get into any kind of debate or, or because it's like, uh, fine. I mean, you do your work. And uh, so to me, um, people, um, if they are, if they are wise, they will understand. They have to make sure they don't follow anyone blindly. Yeah, okay, well, that, that is good advice. What you gave is don't follow anyone blindly. It's okay to look at charts. It's okay to take people's opinion into consideration. But at the end of the day, you are responsible for your own investment and what you want to do with your money. No one is telling you or forcing you to take this trade or to buy this or buy that. It's actually pretty hard to use crypto. It's still not super easy. So the fact that people blame it on other people, not acceptable. It's not going to fly, guys. Right, exactly. Yeah, to the moon, Lambo and all that, that anyone who actually talks about that, uh, stay away. I agree. All right. So before we get going, why don't you show yourself? Do you want to talk about your Twitter a little bit? And if you have a group or service or a bot or anything, if you want to go ahead and talk about that, you guys, I will have all his links down below if you're interested in reaching out to him. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I have Rhythmic Analyst. Uh, that's my Twitter handle. Uh, so everybody is welcome and um, see what I'm doing. And I started a uh, Discord group uh, in December last year. Uh, that is growing and I'm trying to do my best uh, to see what I could offer. Uh, people are liking and um, slowly it's uh, getting pace. Okay. 
Perfect. Well, yeah. well, if you guys are interested in getting in touch with him, go ahead and the links are down below. You can ask him questions. So thank you so much for coming on today. I hope you have a good rest of your day. You do have. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye-bye.